a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Friday to you. Hope you're getting ready for a fantastic weekend. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you on KSL News Radio. <laughs> it is a it's such a Friday. Where's Maria? Maria, help me out. It's Friday, right? Friday, Friday, Friday. <laughs> okay, it's Friday. I'm I'm up to speed now. Everybody's with me. A uh, lot to cover uh, on the extended version of Inside Sources. We'll be with you all the way till three o'clock today when Jeff Kaplan will uh, get you safely home. And uh, some breaking news uh, coming out of the Persian Gulf right now. Latest tensions uh, with Iran. Uh, Tehran has uh, claimed that they have uh, intercepted another oil tanker. Uh, Iran's Revolutionary Guard says it has seized a British oil tanker that was passing through the Strait of Hormuz. Uh, And again, the Strait of Hormuz, this is the same spot we were talking about yesterday uh, where the uh, USS Boxer uh, took down an Iranian drone, uh, which the Iranians are now saying uh, that the U.S. took down its own drone. And it was not an Iranian drone, uh, but somehow I think that's a little bit of propaganda coming out of the Revolutionary Guard. Uh, the uh, uh, That's kind of what we have so far. The British have not responded or made any comment as of yet um, and uh, didn't give any real specifics in terms of uh, what they were going to do with that. It said the ship was seized Friday by the Iranian uh, Revolutionary Guard, that the uh, it was... Uh, Doing so for non-compliance with international maritime laws and regulations is what the Iranians said. Uh, And they have transferred that vessel to an Iranian port, did not specify which port that went to. So again, breaking news there in terms of uh, what's going on uh, in the Middle East, uh, in the Straits of Hormuz. Uh, We'll continue to watch that here on KSL News Radio. Just wanted to give you that quick update as we got started today. Uh, as we look at what's happening around the country, obviously the chatter for seven day, almost seven days now, uh, has been this uh, Twitter battle with the president and the squad, the four uh, members of the House of Representatives. We've talked about all kinds of things. We had a rally in North Carolina where you had the crowd chanting, uh, send them back, uh, uh, really parroting what the president said in his tweet. The president then saying that he was offended by that and he didn't like that the crowd was chanting that. There's been uh, all kinds of analysis in terms of how long the president waited uh, between the chant starting and continuing his speech. Uh, and so it goes on and on and on and on. Uh, and it's very circular and it doesn't really advance anything. Uh, but I, I did want to play a, a couple of things today. 
because I think this is getting us closer to the conversation we need to get to. Uh, former representative here from the state of Utah, Mia Love, was on CNN with Don Lemon last night. Uh, and from a Republican point of view, I think she is starting to get uh, to the point where the conversation can actually begin. And uh, here's here's what Mia had to say last night on uh, CNN. If you look at what happened with the rally, I think, unfortunately, not coming out, not apologizing, not saying that, hey, I made these racist comments is giving people permission to actually say all of these things. It's it's actually inciting the worst kind of divisiveness I have seen. And if you think about what the United States tends to lose, it's that it's, it's us being divisive. Mm. I mean, that is the thing that threatens the United States more than any anything else um, in, in, in the world. It's just this divisiveness and the fact that we're tearing each other apart. And I have to say that this is something that I've hit a wall. I, it, it's really difficult to continue to help out and to, to protect policy when these things are coming out of the mouth and out of the tweets of the president. All right. Uh, that was uh, Mia's first take there in terms of what's happening uh, and really calling on the Republican Party to say, hey, that we've got to be better than that. Uh, being uh, not being a racist is one thing. Being anti-racist is is really where everyone has to get that. We all have to really stand up and say, no, this this isn't who we are as a country. Uh, Republicans need to say this is not what we're about as a as a party. Uh, this is really where we have to go in, in terms of elevating the conversation. And again, I, I applaud uh, former Representative Love for really standing up and speaking out uh, on that. I know that's never an easy thing to speak uh, against the head of your party, uh, but I, I think that was a uh, the right thing to do in terms of how she framed that. She continued on and uh, talked about some of the things we have to be responsible to and re- be responsible for. We've got two responsibilities. As far as I'm concerned, I put two responsibilities on myself. One is to be very thoughtful about what I say. There are times where you want to speak out and your motions say to, to, to do something, and it's not necessarily the right thing to do. So you have to think about it a little bit. Second is when your mind catches up with your heart, you call it out for what it is. And to protect the Republican Party, they have to say, I'm sorry, but this is not who we are. We don't want to be part of this. We don't want to be associated with this. And that is what you do. You hold people accountable to the platform and the principles of the party. And I'm telling you, the principles of the party is not racist. So principles, getting back to principles, that's that's always the key for all of us. I did like the fact that uh, former Representative Love uh, said that we all have to to stop and think for a minute before we speak uh, and to to really assess, is this going to advance the conversation? Is this going to derail the conversation? Is this going to undercut the conversation? Uh, where is it going to take us in the conversation? And and yes, we can we can split hairs uh, uh, about who said what when. Uh, Representative uh, Omar, for example, has said some very anti-Semitic things in her past. Uh, she's apologized for those. But again, she said them. She's got to own that. Uh, but the important thing is is that we've got to move everything forward uh, and not allow ourselves to become so mired in the political portions of this thing that it prevents us from getting to the real conversation, Is which is who are we as as Americans? Who are we as a country? 
Uh, I actually loved uh, Ben Shapiro is a uh, a pretty fiery speaker out there. He uh, he goes to a lot of college campuses and uh, riles things up, and he can be uh, very provocative in in his word and very fiery in his tone. Uh, but he said something yesterday that I really agreed with. He he first said, "Look, he's Jewish, Ben Shapiro, and some of the things that Representative Omar said are clearly anti-Semitic rhetoric." And so he called that out and said, I, I have a problem with that. And he said, but remember that citizenship in the United States of America is never dependent on someone exercising their First Amendment right. And to me, that's the, the key to this whole thing is, yes, we can have disagreements. Yes, we can talk about things, but but we can't talk about the, the rhetoric of either sending people back to use that phrase, or I think just as worse, one of the things that we've kind of missed in this conversation, a lot of people says, well, you know, uh, President Trump before was chanting lock her up during the 2016 cycle, referring to uh, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. And to be honest, I have a huge problem with lock her up. I have as big a problem with lock her up as anything, because guess what? That's that's what dictators actually do. Uh, If you've looked at Venezuela recently, Uh, What happened? Uh, The dictator took the political enemies and locked them up. So that kind of rhetoric is a very slippery slope. And whether it's racist rhetoric, whether it's uh, against your political opponents, whether it's threatening rhetoric, uh, it's time for us to to really reassess and relook at where we are as a country. Uh, And as former Representative Love said in in her comments last night, uh, that's a me and you issue. Uh, mostly that's a me issue. I got to look in the mirror every day and say, okay, what am I sending out into the world? What kind of rhetoric am I putting out there? Am I doing anything to elevate the conversation? Am I doing anything to advance the conversation in a positive and meaningful way? We can talk policy. We can talk principle. We can have debates in this country. We can have open, roiling, heated debates of all kinds. It's how we do it. We can talk about any issue. It's how we do it that matters. And what we really have in this problem is not a political polarization problem. Uh, We have a dehumanization problem. Uh, We have a contempt problem in the country. And that's not going to be solved out of Washington, D.C. or the White House or anywhere else. That's going to be solved in our homes and in our hearts. And that's where we got to get. All right. When we come back, we will be joined by Kelly Patterson from Y2 Analytics. We're going to talk about some polling and uh, take a look at what's happening here in the great state of Utah. Don't go anywhere. This is Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back.